You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Dominos. Third victory on the bounce for Chennai. This time a comprehensive 49 run win over Kolkata. Today's game is what sheer dominance is all about. With me like always is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz Chennai are on a roll aren't they? They absolutely are and everything that they are you know trying out or experimenting with uh, or not experimenting just putting up a team there to kind kind of win the match and they, everybody seems to be delivering. Remember for the last few matches they've been playing without Ben Stokes who was their star buy uh, in the last auction. and despite that the victory seemed to be coming in a in a almost in a canter with almost all the players coming over and let me just give you one example and the the example is of shivam dubey you know who in the first few matches looked like he was completely out of sorts looked out of place in this team and since at least in the last couple of matches he's just completely turned things around for him and for his team with his big hitting his very good brilliant fielding and so on so what i'm saying is basically that Chennai just seem to have got all their you know their their act completely right with all the boxes ticked despite Ben Stokes not playing. Let me quickly take you through the game now. Nitish Rana captain of Kolkata he might regret asking Chennai to bat first because Chennai ended up scoring 235 runs which is also the highest of this season. Devan Conway, Ajinkya Rahane, Shivam Dubey all scored half centuries. In response Kolkata could only score 186 runs. Ayas it was fourth consecutive half century for Conway but let's also talk about the openers 73 runs stand between Gaikwad and Conway and the opening pairs average this season is over 40 that surely plays a big role in Chennai's sort of rejuvenation right it does absolutely Ruturaj Gaikwad and Devon Conway have formed one of the most exciting opening pairs in this competition and obviously the most uh, one of the most impactful Uh, it's a right left combination which works superbly for the team not so much for the opposition and both have that at least rutraj gaikwad has you know he plays with a lot of freedom and a lot of panache while devan conway a little more organized you might say but no less effective he's if you look at his strike rate it is not far behind any of the major big strikers in the, in the tournament so it tells you where chennai's strength is it's in the top the opener certainly and then the man who follows uh, ajinkya rahane i mentioned shivam dubey and how he's come into his own because of the trust reposed in him by dhoni and the team and then look at ajinkya rahane his his resurrection in the ipl now is complete with the kind of you know performances that he's putting for for this franchise and it's all because of you know the way he has been handled i think by by this team that seems to have made a difference to uh, to ajinkya rahane's career Absolutely Ajinkya Rahane scored 71 runs in only 29 deliveries now Ayaz he was consistently scoring runs between 2012 to 2017 if you remember but then again his strike rate at that phase has always been around 120s maybe 130s maximum so believe it or not his strike rate this season is nearing 200 what sort of a comeback is this this is like totally unnatural right <laughs> it might seem unnatural but actually the game has evolved a lot the t20 format uh, in since 2012 15 17 in the last couple of years even if you look at it batsmen have just completely revised their tactics so have coaches 
you know nobody can afford to go in there and try and settle in and then take command you have to go there and from ball one you have to start trying to you know make the big runs and start dominating the attack and ajinkya rahane is proving that if you have the basics right you can do all of this you know some of the best performers this season i know earlier in the in the the first match of of the day virat kohli got out for a first first ball duck but otherwise he's been in splendid touch uh, ajinkya rahane has come very good this season so you find that shikhar dhawan has been making runs a plenty so people who have been around for a long time maybe you can call them from the old school are also doing extremely well because they have also evolved they are learning new things to do with the bat or with the ball and becoming extremely successful now chennai's batters obviously did well but let's talk about kolkata's bowlers as well this is the third time that they conceded over 200 runs and mind you they spent nearly 21 crore on two trade deals that is loki ferguson and shardul thakur neither of them is getting a game this is confusing isn't it it is and you know i mean confusion seems seems to be even in the kind of pitches they prepare at home because it leaves very little scope for fast bowlers or medium pacers they are relying almost entirely on the spinners to do the job for them that can happen uh, but not consistently you know it can happen every now and then and if you come across a team or come up against a team like say chennai which also boasts of very good spinners then you are you know putting yourself up for uh, for for trouble also uh, unless your batsmen come good so i think that the minute chennai made 200 plus in fact 225 plus in fact 235 it would have taken a superhuman effort by kolkata to overhaul that score and it doesn't happen if you know a couple of your key players are not firing and certainly the west indians are not doing well their star west indian players uh, sunil narayan and andre russell so that's beginning to tell on the team so they're relying more and more on venkatesh ayer nitish rana and rinku singh and they've been producing the runs but if if kolkata have to win regularly then if not all three of them at least two of them have to make really big contributions and that's not happening absolutely andre russell as you mentioned just the 107 runs in seven games this season this is not the russell that we know what's going wrong for the big man as i mean in a match like this he didn't have much scope because you have to go and start hitting the first ball you face to for for a six because the strike rate or the asking rate had climbed up to what almost 20 or something like that by the time by the time he came into bat but what's going wrong with him seven seven innings as you said 107 runs that's very paltry returns for a player of his caliber and on whom so much uh, is dependent for uh, where kolkata Cal- uh, is concerned so i i think that you know it could be age catches up with everybody reflexes slow down but also the team doesn't seem to be gelling well enough where the batting is concerned i think they've done reasonably well with where the bowling is concerned especially with the spinners not so much with the fast bowlers but when it comes to batting couple of terrific partnerships and innings from nitish and rinku singh but not all, and venkatesh ayer of course who can forget his century but beyond that when it means putting up a score collectively is just not happening or chasing a big score collectively it's just not happening now one of the main reasons one of the main problems rather in their batting has been the top order right their opening partnership to be specific last match it was litan das and jason roy this match it was sunil narayan and narayan jagadishan they combined to score just the one run 
as does it seem that they are experimenting a bit too much with their opening stand nothing seems to work in that opening pair yeah i mean i was i kind of uh, you know was a little perplexed they didn't ask jason roy to open the innings especially when they were chasing such a big score and we know what jason roy is capable of in fact he showed that in the middle order scoring it almost more than 200 runs a 200 strike rate of 200 plus uh and while he was in the middle it just seemed that there might be a remote chance that kolkata could pull this off you know very high difficulty quotient of course but the minute he got dismissed then it became almost a you know one way one way street as to which way this 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 match would go but they need to sort out their tactics they need to really gel hard you mentioned about uh, you know lucky ferguson shardul thakur even tim southy Uh, not getting games regularly and that's because they don't seem to believe the team management that they have enough scope to to succeed on the kind of pitches that they're getting so and so that it, in a sense is becoming a double whammy the bowlers and the batsmen they're choosing are not delivering and some of the key players you're keeping out you're keeping out because you don't believe they can succeed in the conditions so where does the team go now kolkata fans This might be a very depressing podcast for you but we have got a couple of saving graces as well Jason Roy and Rinku Singh both scoring half centuries for Rinku this was also his fourth 40 plus score this season as I spoke to Rinku Singh's childhood coach a couple of days back and he told me very confidently that Rinku Singh is ready for the national team what do you reckon still miles to go well the competition is hotting up i mean of course it's a long way off uh, india is not playing t20 matches for a while now Uh, or not important enough because the 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 focus right now going after the India T20 league is to the World Test Championship after that the World Cup the ODI World Cup and you know already the talent pool for India from which the selectors will choose seems to be about in my opinion about 27 to 30 strong and then to display somebody from that pool is not going to be easy especially for a batsman who's a finisher in you know late in the order because you got a lot of people already there who are you know equipped to do that that kind of role or shortlist to do that kind of a role absolutely now we must also talk about chennai's bowling 186 run they conceded but it was also a totally batting deck especially mathisha pathirana was impressive once again what a find he has been with that slingy action that's hard to pick he really has the potential to be the next malinga isn't it well he's modeled himself for malinga and you know those are big boots to fill but i think in in, in dhoni he's got a fabulous mentor and a captain uh dhoni whether he plays next season or not but this season could be the season of you know reckoning or or at least the making of uh, patilana because the way he's been bowling and dhoni is trusting him in the final couple of crucial overs you know and we all know how close these matches are getting not today's match but otherwise lots of matches going into the last over last delivery and you have somebody like a patilana who's not so experienced and coming in and delivering the goods imagine the boost his confidence the boost in his confidence you know i think he's going to go back a far richer cricketer from this experience As you mentioned Dhoni everyone is mentioning Dhoni of course this might be his last season in this competition and we are only halfway through but with three consecutive victories it does seem that Dhoni's formidable Chennai are back what do you think they have it to go all the way on the face of it right now and remember they are they played a match away from home on uh, when they're playing in Chennai they look just so much more stronger 
So they've got a very good batting lineup now, which is which is clicking with Rahane and Shivam Dubey apart from Gaikwad and Devon Conway. Stokes we haven't seen much. Maybe he'll come back after a week, as I read in the newspapers. They've got Jadeja who sprung back into form with the ball certainly brilliant in the field and capable of match-winning knocks. And you know, I mean, he's just looking such and Dhoni himself can come and play some cameos apart from being still brilliant behind the behind the stumps as a wicketkeeper and absolutely marvelous as a captain. So this is looking a very very strong team to me. It is indeed looking strong for them. And now let's talk about tomorrow's game as well because we'll be looking into that. Hyderabad taking on Delhi. Two struggling teams, but momentum might favor Delhi after their win over Kolkata. Yes, what do you make of this? Yeah, I mean you can't say that they got great momentum because they they, they huffed and puffed to their victory for for their but their first win, so at least they got a start. And uh, I think for Hyderabad, they've been up and down, haven't they? I mean they started badly, then they they looked suddenly very good, and then suddenly they've gone into a bit of a uh, you know slump again. I think they are so dependent on, or they should be rightly. Rightly so, on Harry Brook and some of the other overseas players to deliver at the top of the order. They need runs. They have not been getting enough. And yeah, I mean, look, the the guy who's shining for them, in my opinion, has been Mayank Markande, who has been bowling quite you know magnificently. They need more out of Umran Malik, but more than that, more than anything else, they need enough runs from Harry Brook, from Rahul Tripathi, from Aidan Markram, and so on. If they get enough runs, then they are competitive. If they don't get enough runs, then I think they, you know, their their frailty is exposed. Not that Delhi haven't looked frail. Uh, you know, their batting isn't clicking apart from David Warner and then Akshar Patel. But they've got a start, and they could play spoilers if not, you know, just suddenly gather so much team that they go full throttle head. This will be an interesting game, of course. Two teams on the same level, let's say. Like always, we'll be back with Ayaz Meman after that game. Ayaz, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. We catch up again soon. That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Meman in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Dominoes. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shali Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Shuvaditya Bose, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palod. And a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Meman. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.